0: Back everyone to another episode of Four Layer Takes. We are doing a review of One Night in Miami, um, which is kind of the hottest film to come out this year. We know it's going to be an award winner, and we are back again after our two month break.
1: Yes, sir. This is your
0: girl, Kim,
1: it's me, Mimi. It's your boy Marcus, aka. Husband, i is married now
2: Hey Congratulations. welcome to the club Hey, thank okay Thank you,
1: thank you Like I said, I'm just, I was trying to be like y'all I'm trying to be like y'all when I grow up
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go on, go on, go on, go on tie that knot Go on tie that knot, that's what I'm saying like,
1: Congratulations nah, Thank you, COVID just COVID was like, it was taking too long And I wanted to be married, so we just went ahead and did it
2: man let me yeah. tell you covid covid just put a whole lot of shit in perspective <laughs> like you know it just had at least for me it had me thinking on like you like let's just go and get married because we kind of did the same thing we was just like fuck it let's go get married and uh just thinking about life why why
1: bullshit around so, yeah. nah, I can completely understand. Well, and I, I guess I'll ask y'all about it. I mean, y'all vets in the game, nah? Like,
0: um, <laughs> we're all newlyweds. We've all been married within I, a year, I mean, right, com- right? Compared
1: to me, y'all vets, I, I'm a newborn. I am a rookie, right? <laughs> right. But nah, I don't, like I was telling somebody, like I, I didn't think marriage, I didn't think like a marriage would change anything. Like I would still love her more. But I found myself like, like the like the title of being somebody's husband, like I. That's like the most important title I've had in my whole entire life. Like I'm a son, I'm a nephew, I'm a aunt, I'm a uncle, but I, I husband. It's it's like it's like the title. It, it like it re- it's really weight not weighing on me. It's like it just makes me proud. It's like a responsibility
2: like yeah, that's, it, it, yeah. it hit different it hit different when you Definitely. be like wife and my husband let me check my i still laugh at that shit like i would be talking to my mama and i would be like well i gotta check my husband i'd be like man you believe i got a whole ass husband what the fuck i mean i don't be saying what the fuck to my mom but i would be like what the hell i got a husband that shit's so funny to me <laughs> <laughs> In some ways, it
0: it feels the same, and then in some ways, it feels totally
2: different. Right, right, yeah. yeah. No. But um, so much has transpired in the last two months, though. Obviously, if you getting married, but we got, you know, uh, well, well, we knew on election night who had won, but we still had to certify all that shit. So in the political political realm. Everything popped off. We had, you know, the, the 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 Confederate reps tried to take over again. They finally got that damn Confederate flag in the Capitol building, which they was trying to do way back in 1860. Um, but two hundred years ago, yeah. I mean, they finally did it, and went in there long. <laughs>
1: Ulysses S. Grant was smiling in his grave.
2: No, Ulysses (laughs) S. Grant was on the right side. Oh no, no, no! Who am I thinking about? Who am I thinking thinking about? Robert Lee. Robert Lee. Robert Lee. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, that shit was crazy. That that whole day, I was just sitting up. We was like, we was slacking each other. Like, you seeing this shit? You seeing this shit? Like, I was eating popcorn. <laughs> it was
0: the craziest day. Well, first, let's say, AKA Mel is not here. Yes. So yes. She's normally our moderator. So we'll give her AKA uh, Kamala because she's not here.
1: Hey, um, shout out Kamala. But, shout out Mel.
0: <laughs> that whole day were like, first, like Warnock winning and Waffler oh, yeah. L- conceded. Then it was like, "Oh, he he won." And then next thing you know, the insurrection. I said, "Poor Olaf, he didn't even get any kind of recognition for his win. <laughs> <man."> it <laughs> didn't
1: even happen." Right, right. But- nah. I mean, I felt like as Black people, like we, that was like our biggest "I told you so" moment. Okay. Like, I was- <laughs> like, we we like the thing about it, like we know how emboldened white. Supremacists and people like that are on a daily basis in the sh- when they have to be secretive about shit or hide they shit. So when you get a president that's like that feels like they're empowering them, we know they're gonna show their motherfucking ass. Right. And they show their ass. They show right. their ass.
2: And, and then when they come out later and like, oh, we found so many people within the law enforcement, within the National Guard who were sympathetic to this. And I was kind of like, yeah, we've yeah. been we've been told y'all uh, an old Negro fable. We've been told y'all oh. a short and cons- a short and concise fable. But like it, that, that's, <laughs> that's what
0: twenty twenty should have been. Twenty twenty into like two weeks ago should have been like we told y'all right.
1: Man, right. It, it, it reminded me that, that reminded me like a, a clip. Have y'all seen that? I mean, we'll get into it. The documentary on Netflix about Sam Cook.
2: Well, yeah, that tie I was gonna say that ties into that because uh, well, he was gonna do a show with uh, yeah, with Dick was it Dick Clark, Dick Clark, yeah, Dick yeah. And, I um, thought he was gonna say
0: Dick Gregory, no, but Dick no, Clark. on the okay. on the Dick
2: Clark show, and uh, the Klan threatened it, and then Dick Clark calls in the National Guard he to protect he was doing everybody. Something. He thought he was right. doing so, <laughs> right? And then the um the the narrator uh or whatever on the show was kind of like, but what Dick Clark didn't know is that, and what yeah. all the black people in Atlanta know was that. The Klan was all up in the National Guard, too. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what you calling them for? They already there. Like, we knew this. They already there. (laughs) And I was like, hello, 2021. Like, we been told. Again, we been told, y'all. Old Negro spiritual shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, anyway. (laughs) We been new, sis. We been new.
2: Right. Well, uh you know, I guess we'll try to get started. Um, well, wait, because
0: we talked about the insurrection, but we do have a whole new administration. Oh, well, yes. We do yes. have a new president and a new vice president, and our former floatist is still fly. Like, oh, yeah. All those things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: She, uh, she shut everybody down with her flowing hair and her outfit at the inauguration. They was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all getting sworn in, but who the who is that? Like, who is that? You know, when you see somebody walk in it, just so fine, like it's like they glowing all around them. They like levitating the room, and they just you like, who the fuck is that? In that damn ox blood, uh, burgundy, whatever that's, color that's, it was. The that's the color. That's the color. Oxblood?
0: blood. I, I think is ox blood. is the color. Yeah, that's the color. So that was so funny when she stepped on senior, when she stepped out of the uh, <laughs> the limo. They were like. Oh, there's Michelle Obama. Forgot all about President Obama was right next <laughs> right. to her. They finally said, oh, and by the way, President Obama.
2: <laughs> right. Somebody was like, here come Michelle and some dude. I was like, yep. <laughs> Just some dude. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, and uh, they was like, uh, Bush going to find his shell. I don't care what's going on. George Bush going to find his Michelle. Like he was like, yeah, yeah, and it's cool, did. cool, cool. <laughs> Where Michelle at? It was like, man, uh, Barack, get this dude away from from uh, Michelle, please. Nah, but the the, the he, he this... found
0: Michelle and Bernie Sanders and those mittens and niggas chilling. The memes, have, the memes. these memes have
2: given me so much life this last. Oh, them memes are <laughs> so funny. Like, every time I got ready to, every time I was like, this is the last one I'm posting. I ain't going to be posting Bernie all day. Like, I got shit to do. <laughs> every time I was like, this is the last one, somebody will share another one. I'm like, oh, no, this is the last, this the last one. I seen ones where Bernie was old dude. Uh, well, he was shooting Ricky and Boys in the Hood. I, <laughs> I, seen, I seen memes where he was Patrick Swayze in Ghost. Uh, I, I, I seen him in the Color Purple at the table. I mean, <laughs> Bernie was everywhere. Every so they was like, burnt y'all put Bernie everywhere, but in the White House." <laughs> I mean, that is true. That's true. That's oh. too funny. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all dirty
1: for that? <laughs> anyway. Oh. woo. Okay. Nah, man. Oh, but uh, before we get started, I wanted to say shout out to um. The, I don't know if y'all saw Amanda Gorman's uh,
2: post. Oh yeah. Yeah, she killed
1: that. She killed that.
2: Yeah. And she's yeah. gorgeous. She she's gorgeous. Like She's just... so pretty. Yeah. And she's so tiny. Like, when I saw her, I was like, who's this little 12-year-old girl that got up here? That girl is like 22. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Yes. All of it was. So. So.
0: It was. Nah, All really. right. All right.
2: So we're
0: going we gonna to jump into uh, One Night in Miami. It was directed by, you know, uh, Regina King, her yep. first feature directorial debut, and she came out swinging. She came out of the gate swing.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, and it was it's based on a play um by Kemp Powers. Um uh, I think I think it's Kemp Powers. Kemp, it so. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, I guess a stage play and then he also did the screenplay, the, you know converting it over to screen, but oh. it was just dope yeah. like all the way around. Um, Yeah, like I've watched it several times and like generally when um a, a stage play is, is adapted for screen, it's just, I don't know, it, it's good, but it just is kind of like, okay, yeah, this was a stage play. This, mm-hmm. I, could, I could tell it was a stage play, but at the same time it was done so well and directed so well that it didn't really like scream that necessarily. And it just didn't like feel like I, I'm just watching somebody who just adapted a, a stage play to a screenplay. Like it felt like a real like um, slice of life moment where it all just happened in one day, like other movies, like regular movies yeah. before had been done. So I really yeah. liked that. I think
0: for me, it was the same. Like it, I, I typically don't like plays that have been adapted into screen like fences like for yeah. an yeah. yeah um but i think what helped this one is like at the beginning there were certain shots and i was like whoever the director of photography is um did an awesome job at the beginning like before they even got to the um the main part of them having the conversation at night but like when um jim brown i was about to call him by his real name was sitting on the pet on the porch mm-hmm. and they were showing shots through the window mm-hmm. to see like where the camera's on the inside but you all are on but he's on the outside i was yep. like who who did yeah so it felt more cinematic in yeah the beginning.
2: yeah and the the shots at the end that they um put in like that felt like that like a. The when um Ali was made the full announcement and they mm-hmm. were there at the temple, I guess. And um and also, which was one of my favorite scenes, the Boston show with Sam Cook.
1: Um mm-hmm. yep.
2: I love that. That was like, but we'll get to it. That. that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um but I yeah. also wanna say your boy who plays Jim Brown, who was he was uh in underground, man, yes, mm-hmm. all, all the time. Yeah, boy, yes. he got he got so fine for this. God damn. I mean, he <laughs> put on some muscle. He put on some God. I, God. <laughs> I was like, God <laughs> damn, he got fine I for didn't this. See him in a different light. <laughs> I mean, it was one scene where he was just standing facing the door, and I was like, That's just all oh, man, right? This is the ba- the back. <laughs> he ba-. put like, on that's...
0: so much muscle.
2: Yes. That's I was like, goodness. that's just all oh, man. Yeah, that's just solid. I'm sorry, Marcus. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm not
0: let, you go. I'm I'm let you go. Eli boy. Isn't Eli like Boring, Boring? yeah, yes, he also like looked built like Muhammad Ali, yeah. like
2: was like I was like, oh okay, and sounded uh, really sounded like him, but
1: uh, no, nah, I mean I even thought um the guy who did um Kingsley Kingsley Ben, I can't remember, I don't I can't remember his last name, but no, nah, I thought he did a good job as um as Malcolm X too.
2: Oh yeah, everybody did a too. great job. Like everybody
1: did a great job. Yeah, um, I, well, I guess I mean, damn, I don't know if we want to do it now. Better portrayal, better portrayal of Malcolm X, Kingsley or Denzel.
2: I it's I don't, you can't oh, compare them. What uh, we can get into it because my thing is this was the reason I really liked this portrayal a lot is that it it, it showed Malcolm X in a light that. I don't think I've seen him portrayed on TV. Mm -hmm. He just seems so much more vulnerable. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep. Um, And I think he did a hell of a job with that. Like, for real, for real. Um, Yes. That's why I said
0: you can't really compare, like, because Denzel played Malcolm X throughout life, right? So he was portraying him more as a powerful, a powerful, complicated character to me. Whereas Kingsley was saying, yes, he was complicated and he was toward the end of leaving the nation of Islam. So he was more in a, like Mimi said, in a vulnerable vulnerable state. I've never seen the relationship with Betty like that. Like I've always thought in my mind, Betty was like the submissive wife who really didn't (laughs) have an idea of what was going on. Um, But this portrayed her, her like, oh, they were partners. Yeah. and that was different
2: yeah Yeah. um well I had done a couple of notes um but I just want to speak uh, scene it. by scene but I wanted to really one of the first scenes is which I want to go to um uh, was with your boy uh Jim Brown going to uh <laughs> On that porch, and they having oh. this lovely conversation <laughs> initially, <laughs> and um, you know, I was like, "Oh yeah, you congratulations, we so proud of you," and yada yada yada, and and he's like, "Well, he's um he has to fix something, something in the new house, furniture, yeah, 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 move yeah. yeah.
0: a, yeah. a, bur- a bureau, like yeah. A dresser,
2: yeah, and uh, you know, Jim, like they having such a lovely conversation. I'm like, well, you know, I'm this big scrapping." Young man, I let me go in here and help you. He was like, Oh no, you know we don't allow niggas in the house. I was like, yo, yeah, I had to refund it.
1: Like
2: that shit was so real. That shit was so real.
1: (laughs) I mean, but you like like you had to see that coming though. Like Kim, you talked about the camera angles Hmm. and how it showed Jim outside the house while the cameras inside the house. Like you had to see that coming. I knew
0: it was coming, but I didn't know it was coming like that. (laughs) Right, I knew I was like something about this interaction is felonious. Like something about this is wrong, but I didn't know it was gonna hit how it hit when he was standing at the door. Like, yeah, I gotta know now. You know, it was how he, it was how Bo Bridges said it. He was
2: like, man, this, yes, you know, we don't let y'all <laughs> <laughs> Right, surprised. right. After you just said you're so proud of me, but see, I love that because that's you know. We always say that, and that's how, especially when it comes to football or any sports. That's that exactly. Keep we going. always say that's how we feel. Or that's how Keep it going. is. Y'all love us on the field, y'all. Keep going. But you, but you won't. You you ain't gonna be happy if we marry one of your daughters yes. necessarily. Yes. You don't really want us in your house, yes. but you'll be proud of us all day. You you know you wear our jersey. You want us on your team. You all this shit. But at the end of the day, it's like. You know we don't allow niggas in the house. Like, yes, we, I mean we can't allow y'all to be owners of no
1: teams. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. That's like, why, what that's,
2: are you saying? That's
1: <laughs> that's why last summer when everything was happening, I'm like, fuck that. You do not need to play. They will not value you until you take this shit away from you. They only they do not see you as people. They see you as entertainment. Right. So it, it, it like it like you said that scene right there epitomized it to a T.
2: Right. Right. Um,
0: and Girl, I was like why did he want I was like why did the auntie want him to go over there I was like was the auntie setting him up I was like the auntie had to know that this man felt this way or something like I was like did she set him up to like check Jim Brown Cause you know Jim Brown like the white ladies he told us you know, She's, was she trying to be like, "I need you to see what's really happening"? Like,
2: no, nah, she get too big for your she, she probably didn't. Um, she probably didn't expect it to be that explicit either. Like, she probably like, now y'all, you know how these good old white boys are, but for him to just congratulate you and be like, "We don't let niggas see you she probably, she probably like, wait, well, I ain't know that. Like, I, 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 I know he was gonna be all like that, but
1: she, she um, a couple diggers in already,
2: right? But um. <laughs> The other thing I really, really, I love damn near everything about this movie. The only thing that I, um, there was only one scene that I was like went on too much, too long for me per se. I was kind of like, okay, let's get on, get on with. I get it. Is um, when he made the phone call to to Betty in in the phone booth that went on a little longer than I felt necessary. But other than that, it was that part was kind of dragging. But other than that, like everything else was. Yeah. I loved everything. Like, so, For something to be so dialogue driven, and I've watched it like three times already. <laughs> so, Yes. Um,
0: I felt that scene was too long too, but after watching it, I don't know how many times, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he, st- he was out there so long because he knew that the FBI was watching him or, mm-hmm. or somebody. They didn't necessarily say it was the FBI I don't think. And I was like, maybe that's why he was out there for so long, but I was like, this conversation could have ended but maybe they were also like we want to show since we're playing up his vulnerability we want to show not just his relationship with his wife but the relationship with his children exactly i was like maybe that's why but it was a little long
2: right yeah um i also loved how um oh go ahead Marks. no no go go i was gonna say i just um and we'll get into it in the next several scenes but you know um, just how it showed how friends were just like famous all of them famous in their own right and making money or whatever Um, but they were just still friends because I I enjoyed and you saw the age difference in a way too Um, I just love the scene where uh, Muhammad Ali was like just bouncing on the bed and Jim Brown looked at him <laughs> and was like what are you a fucking giant baby
1: <laughs> was like, and
0: the answer is like yes he yes is. he's 22 yes. years old
1: he's 22 I years old yes I mean, the, but Jim and Muhammad went two they, they were damn near the same age at that point right right
2: <laughs> But I don't I don't know it was just something no like, I don't think so.
1: Jim no, was, was a like little Jim, older. Jim, Jim was like maybe in his late 20s, but Muhammad,
2: right. I mean, when they're both in their 20s. Right. They both were in their 20s. Jim was a little older, but Jim kind of, to me, always seemed like the old, between the two of them, probably the old man, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Okay. We, playful. Right. Even when Muhammad was 40, he I could see his ass jumping on the damn bed. Like, right. What are you, a fucking, <laughs> a fucking giant baby? So, um, uh,
1: no, nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm nah. not. I mean, like, yeah, like we talked about it. Like, Eli Gore, man, he did such a good job in that role. Yeah, I guess, I guess the follow question: Better Muhammad Ali portrayal, Eli Gore, or Will Smith?
0: I don't even think. Still, you can't compare it because here's the w- thing: Will Smith, did his, his, his accent life. his yes, and his accent still got on my nerves. Eli, it still kept going in and out at certain points. His um. Kentucky accent and I was
1: like, okay. Nah, I mean, um. but the I was more like the, the the charisma, the character, the man that Ali was. I feel like he did a good job capturing that.
2: He did. I think he did a really good job. I mean it to me, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. To me, the the all the dialogue in this movie was way better than any dialogue in Ali, and that's just me. Not that Ali was a bad movie, but I just think it was just superior writing as far as dialogue goes. So I don't know. I mean, and he did Ali a good ass job, right? I mean, he just did a good ass job, but he had better—he had better lines, and, and I felt like he had deeper conversations. But that's not Will Smith's fault. I don't know. Right. He yeah. did, a, did a good ass job. I—I I, I can't really compare. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know.
0: And he had to play Ali like he had really—I guess—two days. I don't know how many to show Ali being like. Uh, rising as a champion, being the champion now, you know, converting to Islam, mm-hmm. being the being the baby in the group, mm-hmm. he played a quite a lot of different dimensions of his character over a short period of time.
1: Yeah, right. I, I like how he, the, the fight scene—they got the fight scene down to a T, like as far as like Ali's actual words, right. Right. Like even even I mean, even some of the um moves he did in the fight, like they really, really captured that will.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was about to say, uh, and they got your boy uh Oh, shit. How has this name alluding me right now? Ooh. I was just going to say they got... You coming from, from The Wire? Yes, they got everybody from The Wire. Not everybody, I said D'Angelo, D'Angelo.
0: D'Angelo, yes, yes. Serving as the guy who who played Jamie Foxx and Ali, whose oh. name I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Then I said, oh, then they have uh, Lieutenant Daniels as the bodyguard who I was like, Lieutenant Daniels done put on weight too.
1: Right, <laughs> so. right. Um, I was about Ms. to
2: say I didn't see Stringer Bell nowhere in this movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I damn sure uh, damn I can't talk. I damn sure would have uh know the string of bell. I okay. like, I, like, I, I ain't seen Omar nowhere. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um I guess we kind of still going in chronological order, even though we just kind of talking about everything. But um uh speaking of the the bodyguards, I was laughing at the scene where he was just being like a fanboy and he went in there. But the, the line he said that uh, stuck out to me was uh, I think it was Jim Brown. It uh, it was in the Yeah, Jim He said, There's no Ali.
0: difference in being in a gang. Right. He was like, yeah. What's the
2: difference between a gang and religion? And I was like, There's no difference. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I mean,
0: not for, I think, how the Nation of Islam was doing things. Like, I don't, again, I don't know much about the nation, but it's not how they were recruiting. And, <laughs> Set you (laughs) claim.
2: I mean, all, all, all of these things. All, all of these org. Well, I'm not gonna say all like that. Fraternities, sororities, right. Everything has the potential to be gang-like. Like if it's. Anything can go off course. Political parties, like you said, Greek organization. I mean, I I've, I've been at plenty of parties where it was fights broke out between <laughs> the Kappas and somebody. The Kappas and the Q, and somebody else. It's just like, you know, they, you know, they squash it. But anything has the potential to grow into that. So absolutely. <laughs> um. But yeah, like um. Oh, and then I think uh, the next thing was like Ali. <laughs> Jim was uh, Telling Ali About the movie And Ali Just bust out laughing Like bro, When you said You was in a movie I knew you was gonna say, And it was the hero I knew you was gonna Say the next thing You was gonna say Was your ass dying yeah. <laughs> so, I was like What well, you getting All hyped up Over this for
0: But that $37,000 Which I think Translates to 300 and something Thousand dollars now mm.
2: Hey I was wondering because when he said thirty seven thousand, I was like, I guess that was a lot back then. But that's no, that still was, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> but when you think about movies now, and people get paid millions to do it. If it translates to three hundred thousand, it's I still feel like Jim was getting shortchanged. <laughs> like, but he wasn't a main.
0: He wasn't a Bro. main. Um, a main character. I don't and think. And so you got
1: so to th- and you got to throw the racism on top of that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So long. So but I'm
2: if somebody even... said do you want thirty three hundred thousand dollars to die in the movie, you're gonna be like, no. Nope. Like, I mean, nope. if I was a Jim Brown status, I might be like, hell no, I'm Jim, <laughs> I'm Jim motherfucking Brown. That's what he said at that window. Oh <laughs> uh, but uh uh oh, I want to go back real quick to the scene where you were talking about uh, Malcolm was out in the phone booth. Um uh well this kind of follows Sam goes out to find him but you in the documentary that was focused on sam cook mm-hmm. that was the thing that they said was that sam cook wasn't really on anybody's radar per se until um uh, i'm not saying it was this night in miami but um until they found him befriending like james uh james uh, jim malcolm brown yeah. and malcolm x and then they were kind of like oh who well who was this like r&b singing dude like why is he in this circle of uh quote-unquote, radicals. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know that the film was trying to say that when they, and they, they it um, wrote Sam going out to find him and then Sam looked and saw the two white guys, I guess, were supposed to be FBI. But I thought that was like a good um, tie-in or scene in the movie to kind of imply that, that Sam kind of was never really on the radar until um, they found this friendship with uh, the Nation of Islam, I guess, and, and Malcolm yeah. X. And then he... He and Malcolm X less than a year later, or within a year, uh, were dead.
1: Yeah. The
2: two people dead Mm -hmm. in the room. So that was just kind of crazy and fucked up. But what's
0: interesting about Sam Cooke, though, is mm -hmm. that yes, I feel like he was friends with Malcolm X, but his total philosophy on empowerment and freedom was totally different than Malcolm X. And I know we'll get into like what their dialogue and conversation is, but. I, what was I looking at recently? Something? Oh I was looking at uh, MLK FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a new movie that's on Prime. And I think to find out that like Sam Cook and Dick and Dick Gregory were friends and I mean, I guess they were all kind of friends and knew each other in some shape, form or fashion. Yeah. But I was like, oh, so Sam Cook, I can be friends with this radical Malcolm X. But I'm also friends with these radicals because they were considered radicals at the time too, on the other yeah. side. Which right. I just thought was interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, but, I think oh go ahead, Marcus. No, I was gonna say i mean, like the the um what Sam Cook was doing was something like I feel like black entertainers and rappers are like started to do the today. Like uh he talked about like owning his master, starting his own record right. label, let like let like, letting another like really giving yourself away to a white group. Because it'll be more profitable to you in the long run. When they right. make, when if they when they make a penny, you make a dime or you make a, a quarter.
2: Right, and that's what Jim kind of tells Malcolm later, and I really like that scene. It's just that, like, uh, this this movie slash play whatever kind of attempts. Well, in it, Malcolm tries to assert that Sam, I guess, is kind of like a sellout. But if you know. If you know Sam, Sam exactly. Sam, Sam was definitely not a sellout in any way. Like, and he wasn't, I, I think this movie or the play or whatever, was was showing Sam in a light kind of before I guess he was overtly quote unquote woke. But in mm-hmm. real life, he was w- awake. He was a he was awake before before this happened, um, per se. But uh yeah. <laughs> I think it was just trying to
0: show that there are different ways to be involved. And what oh, yeah. I liked about that conversation with Jim Brown and Malcolm was when Jim was like, Negro, you don't have no job. Like, well, yeah, that's that's gonna, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Because uh, like, the next scene is the roof scene. And this whole beef starts right here. I mean, they was kind of... Take it was a little shots. Yeah, they was, they was taking little shots at each other earlier, but it really popped off on this roof scene um, when they go up there. um I do like how they were. They were still playing. It was still a friendship with everybody, and I just like how everybody was joking around. They seemed like true friends, even with the camera throwing the camera around. Um, Malcolm's camera when he was going to take a picture, and Malcolm gets upset and says some corny ass shit, and they were they were clowning him on that. They was like, dude, like who says that old 1920s-ass slang? (laughs) I I forgot what he said, but it was something like Jeepers Creepers or something. They was like, who the fuck says Jeepers Creepers? You Malcolm X. Like, what? (laughs) Like, they was friends. Um, But so, yeah, that's when Malcolm starts in. But um, about Sam, Malcolm says something about everybody up here, you the only one up here that white people love or something like that. And then in this movie, I was uh, telling my husband, like, this is the first time I've seen anyone like imply that Malcolm X was um, exploitative or a user. Mm-hmm. I-, I had never seen it like that. And Sam, that's when Sam was like, "You don't yeah, do yeah. shit." You, he was like, um, uh, "Everybody else up here does something. I do music." They do sports. What do you do? You don't do shit. He was like, you just happen to be around. When he said <laughs> that, I was like, oh, shots fired. <laughs> he was like, you just you just happen to be around everybody. Like, why you up here? And I was like, oh well, I can't wait till they get back to this room because this is about to be this is about to be popping off immensely. Yes.
0: Malcolm makes to me. And uh, this is my opinion, hot take, I don't know. So don't put this on me, me and Marcus.
2: <laughs> uh now,
0: correct, was here, a here at four,
2: through and through. Here at four layer takes. We know we don't necessarily <laughs> agree with the opinions. Uh, agree the opinions. with the opinions of every single <laughs> member. No, <Nah>, go ahead. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I mean he was a hustler like through and through. And that's really why Muhammad Ali. And Malcolm X's relationship, they were not friends. By the time, a year later, Malcolm and Muhammad weren't friends anymore. And yet, it could be that it was because of the influence of Elijah Muhammad and Louis mm-hmm. Farrakhan. It could have been that. But it also started in the room when he was like, oh, are you using me? Like, why are you just trying to recruit me? And <laughs> that was sparked by Sam Cooke being like, what is you doing to Listen,
1: that, 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 that scene right there? I mean, that's I I guess. I Muhammad, Cle- I mean, Mah- Cassius Clay really wanted to haul off and harm Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, I, yeah. I felt like the only person in the world at that time that could have stood up to Muhammad Ali was Jim Brown. Oh, I, yes. So I felt like that, That like, if anything was most accurate in that situation, like, they really captured that right there.
2: Right, right. Um, but I, let's get into the, the, the main fireworks when they get back to the room. So, um sam i mean not sam malcolm goes into he starts off he was like just telling sam that he was a monkey like he literally said you are a monkey and when i when he said that i was like wow out of everybody he was like you're the only one who is like just dancing for these white people um jim stands up he says what's on his mind he's saying stuff for the people uh cash is over here saying stuff for the people and you over here um singing darling you send me like what the fuck (laughs) he was like you just a monkey you just something they they crank up and turn and dance for them you know when they ready um and that's when and then sam's rebuttal to that was like y'all were saying later um i mean earlier when he was talking about um just being economically or or being a businessman and um he was saying about the Oh, what were they them It was the Valentino. It wasn't the Valentino. Was it the Valentinos? I don't know. The group he had that wrote the song. The Valentinos song. were the Womacks. Wo- yeah. 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 The the group he had, they wrote the song. And then uh, the other, the, I don't know if it was the Rolling Stones, but whoever it, it was. was it was the Rolling Stones. Stones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah took the song and and, and went to number one. And he was like, oh, they were heartbroken. And Malcolm was like, oh, they should have been heartbroken. He was like, shut the fuck up, Malcolm. I ain't through this story. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, they was heartbroken until them damn checks came in. Then they was like, oh, what other white boy want to steal our shit? We're cool. We going to get a check for it? He was just like, this is about money. He was like, I own my masters. This is economic freedom. You know, the car I own is just not some indicator that I'm just being flashy with it. Like, I own my shit. Um, and 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 then Malcolm's rebuttal. And, and, and when we're talking about the portrayal of Malcolm X and vulnerability, it extends beyond just being like scared for his life like he was. Like I didn't like when we talk about Denzel, I never really felt like Denzel was necessarily scared of for his life, like he had. He felt like he had just accepted it and he was strong in it. he was like, I don't know, just brave and just whatever I got to do to march towards it. But in this portrayal, he seemed like he was legitimately like, I'm scared. I'm scared of losing my life here. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm scared of it. I'm nervous. Um, but also this vulnerability in that um, Malcolm could be like this petty, this petty ass dude, just petty as fuck, tip for tat, cause then he was like oh I got some for your ass, I got some for your ass yeah, he, <laughs> was like right, right. he was on
0: right. like his he was on his
2: fuckboy shit right, and, and then he boy. gonna, yes and then he gonna play the deal and, and um and was like, so how this white boy gonna play, gonna make a song that speaks to our struggle way more than anything you ever did and this shit go number one what's up with that, like why, why the fuck you ain't doing this, and that's when Sam get mad and walk out at the time when I watched this, I wanted to say, I get what you're saying, Malcolm, but you're missing the point that that's a white boy doing it. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: exactly. like it's, it's,
2: it's like they probably are cool with letting a white boy do it and sending it to number one, but they ain't a uh, uh, neither doing it. <laughs> it ain't going to be number one. That's the, I think that's the point in a sense. But what y'all think about, about that? <laughs> I don't know. I felt like Malcolm
0: was like, shit, I done lost his argument.
2: <laughs> let, me,
0: let me do some shit. I don't know. So. Let me
2: do. Let me do some fuckboy shit real quick. Because <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I lost. Uh, Sam's right. Let me figure this out and then put the album on. And yeah, Sam might have been like, well, shit, "Not knowing he had been working on the change that's gonna come for a while before that it was even played." Mm-hmm. But like, okay, Malcolm, I'm right. still on Team Jim Brown. <laughs> you sir don't have a job the house you own, your wife was like we'll own this house we'll own this car we'll own nothing so like by doing this we have nothing like you've done all this for the nation and you have nothing to stand for nothing that Malcolm did other than rhetoric pushed forward freedom Cause
1: he didn't have nothing. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 I got you. Now, I mean, you I know, agree with you, Malcolm. He he probably thought he lost the argument at that point, and I think he realized that he lost the argument at that point based off the story he told at the end about Sam. Right.
2: Because,
1: yeah. like, in, in that story, he realized, like, he knew the power of Sam Cook. So, 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 I agree. Yeah, he agree. He probably knew he lost at that point. But, like, like, what do you like the um? And I'm stumbling on my words here. But, like, I just appreciate like, again, that was, like, a room with four black men at, like, the top of their game. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it was, like, just them being themselves, raw, unfiltered, honest emotions. And, like, I don't know, like just having conversations that we don't have in public. Uh, like, again, like, Sam, like, uh, Malcolm calling out Sam, or Jim calling out Cassius. It's just about, yeah, just about it all. Like, I just appreciate that. That's what I enjoyed most about the movie, was the conversation. And that's really how the movie was.
2: It, yeah, it,
0: it was. was. But this yeah. was the wackest celebra- celebration party. And I was like, now, hold on. I just became world you, champion. Hold on. And you got me in this hotel room talking about Silver rights. I was talking to me to eat is some vanilla ice cream. But yo, like, that was I the, know that's why they went to the diner later, but I'm like, right. yo.
2: <laughs> but that was, the funny, that was the funniest part is that when they were in there being... When Malcolm and Sam was in there going at it, like back and forth getting heated and... <laughs> Uh, Muhammad Ali's only uh, like uh, thing to try to calm them down was he was in the background and he screams out, Malcolm, would you please have some damn ice cream? I was like, I don't think that's going to do anything right now, sir. Sir, Sir, that's not gonna work right now, nah,
1: man. I, I, I thought this was the best after party ever. I mean, honestly, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like I wanted. I wanted like where's Dr. King at? Where's Bill Russell at? Where's Thurgood Marshall at? Where's Stokely Carmichael at? Like, Brandon, right now, we need him in this room right now.
2: Right, right. That would have been a whole different uh, conversation. <laughs> right. Um. And this is. Oh yeah. So Sam storms out. Um, of course, and then Ali tries to follow him. And this is when Jim, when y'all were talking about earlier, sits down with uh, Malcolm X and has this conversation, and this conversation just speaks to this ongoing internal fight, dialogue, debate, whatever you want to call it, within the Black community of what it takes for us to move forward. Mm -hmm. You have Malcolm on that side, and Jim is like, economic freedom. Like Sam is the most economically free person of all of us. He's the only one that ain't waiting on a white man to give to to write his check for him. Mm-hmm. And then but then to the funny part Malcolm was like, well I don't either. And then he was like, you ain't got a job. <laughs>
1: yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Brett. Like right. shut up, you ain't even in the conversation. Right. Honestly, would, like like that, that, that reminded me like Tommy Barton, like the top. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was Tommy. Malcolm was Tommy. Yeah,
0: he was yeah. The hustler the whole time. We don't Negro, know you Tommy. ain't it got works.
2: no job. Was like you ain't got no job. Um, and then the other thing about that conversation that I love, and um, I've I've heard this so many times before. Was Jim was like, you a light skinned dude? Like you a real light skinned dude? Mm-hmm. Um. And, I mean, again, I have heard this several times before. It's like the most militant people in in the black uh, struggle or whatever are all light-skinned. Like, he named all these light-skinned cats. He didn't even name Huey P. P. Newton, Newton, and he another light-skinned cat, the leader of the um, Black Panthers. I'm just like, like, this whole movie, stage play, all the dialogue just hit on every fucking thing we always talk about. At, in the barbershop, if you will. Just in the barbershop. This is everything we always talk about. All the debates and discussions. And it was just... I mean, it was just... I don't like how they wove all of that into it. Um, so... And then I guess that's when Malcolm starts breaking down, <laughs> crying, because Jim was like, what the fuck wrong with you? Um, and that was when he was like, I'm, I'm probably about to leave the Nation of Islam or whatever. Um, and so they... Uh Ali comes back with Sam or whatever, and Sam, you know, kind of has gotten over it. He's like, uh, I'm done fighting what you do. It's over with. Let's please let's hit a party. Please. Like him. Like, why are we in this damn hotel room for like three <laughs> hours arguing? Like, we should be out here. Like Jim Brown was like, I thought I was gonna get some pussy tonight. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, <I'm right. laughs> um, and this comes up to like, well, Malcolm. I can't remember this is before or after but um oh this is before Malcolm gets into how I've always been a fan of yours Sam I've seen because Sam was shot they had seen any of his shows and he was like I've seen five of your shows I, and I saw the Boston show and this was like my favorite scene of the of the movie and mm-hmm. just how it was shot and everything um I didn't like the dude that they had portraying Jackie Wilson. I just didn't feel like that looked like Jackie Wilson. But <laughs> I was like, okay, if you say so. Um, the other thing in that documentary on Netflix, they was like, Jackie Wilson played a lot of pranks, but he would never like sabotage somebody's show. Like he would never sabotage Sam Cook like that. So that's they kind of just put that in there just for shits and giggles, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. For the but um, I just liked how he did the the started the acapella of the chain gang and you had the stomping of the crowd, but like when they pulled back from him, you couldn't you hear couldn't him hear. singing, but you saw how he moved the crowd, and that's what Malcolm was talking about. He was like, "You just moved the crowd. You you have a bigger voice, and the reason I am so hard on you, I guess." It's because I know the potential that you have, I know what you can do. I you probably have a bigger voice than all of us. I think he said that at one point, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, yeah,
1: no, I mean, I mean, but uh, he yeah, he was right about that point, like, it, but it just goes back to like the point that like music is like one of the, if not the most biggest, unifier mm-hmm. amongst right. all people, right? So, and I can understand where like Sam Cooke is the most powerful person in that room,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, music moved the movement, like, you couldn't mm-hmm. like. You couldn't have the movement be as powerful as it is or was without music being a key element to it. So, Malcolm had a point. I wish he wouldn't have said it out of hatred. Like, not hatred. Maybe jealousy was more the word. Petty. He was you know, petty. He was, he was petty. He was on his football shit. Like, I wish he would have just,
2: you know, but, you know, he's human. He was Malcolm Petty at that moment. Ma- Malcolm <laughs> Petty is.
0: <yes. Malcolm. laughs> he couldn't really do it. But I was like, okay, you know.
2: No, I mean but um, right, yeah, but
1: I mean what you're right, like songs like uh what's that? Like Sam's Cook, Change Gonna Come, what uh James Brown, Sail am Black and I Proud. Um, yeah, just songs like that. I mean Nina Simone.
2: Yeah. Uh, all the right. music, all Mahalia the music. Jackson,
0: Billy Holiday, the outlet. Yeah.
2: All the music that came out of the struggle is still to this day some of the best music ever made. And that was um even Bob
1: Dylan's music, yeah.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all this like, yeah. Um John Lennon. Um. Even, but there was an article in a uh, The Atlantic. Maybe I forget. But there was uh-huh. it, it. was talking about how the music of this current struggle we in is just not up to par, like at all. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. It was like when there the is str- no music of this current movement. Is it? well, it, N- it, not it, really. I no, mean,
1: but it's not coming from the biggest artists of uh, of the time. It's coming from like the uh, for lack of a better, word, like the C and B level. I, like, I was. The, I mean like the like the biggest art like Jay Z is like he's the one pushing it. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, they're the ones pushing it. But, but it's like,
2: like Kendrick ain't dropped the album in four that's years. The, exactly,
1: that's the point. Like yeah. we've so, heard none, so, none
2: of them this year. That's what I'm saying. Like they was just saying in this current struggle, like the 2020 struggle. I leave, I'll even throw in 2019 in this last year and a half or whatever. The the all this turmoil that's going on. It's like the music just isn't up to par. And not even just like Black artists, just like anybody. And I was like, when you look at the 60s and 70s, you got all this just timeless music. You got uh, Marvin Gaye and um, what's going on. You just got all this stuff. And I was like, all we got is...
1: Little baby is the she bigger picture. In,
2: this this chick been in quarantine, so she thick. Nah, like nah. that's all we got. Nah, 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 <laughs> that's, what that's, ch- that's what y'all gave us. She nah, quarantined nah. thick. She's now, I love thick. me some
0: WAP I love WAP <laughs> you know. And I know WAP was the number one song. I love WAP but wop did not push forward. Uh, black justice <laughs> did not push no, forward. No, no, the no. Social movement at all.
1: Nah, I, I would say the, the 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 biggest artist right now that's pushing that's pushing things forward, but also dropping often is Lil Baby. And like his his song The Bigger Picture, and his in his most recent album, like the, the bigger picture is probably that's gonna be a song that that's talked about in 10, 20 years. It's gonna stand the test of time.
0: Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, I
2: know who Little
1: Baby is, but I don't know the song. So <laughs> you done, I guess the, I have to listen to this song. Exactly, no, you 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 don't heard the song. You just say no, you don't
2: heard the song. I was gonna say, and again, I didn't know who made the song. I was like, there, there's only been one quote unquote political song that I've heard on the radio with everything going on, and I guess it's the Little Baby song where he's like, um, the bigger. The, I guess it's the yeah, bigger it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's bigger than black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, right yeah. there. That's the only thing I've heard. From yes. anybody yeah. on the radio. And I mean oh, I have heard this song. It's cool. But <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I mean it's uh, cool. Is is it Marvin Gaye, Sam Cook, that
1: James is it that? No. Well it, it well, I would say that's more the the like it's just more uh system or uh, happening at the time like the way you, the way you, or all the people, or we digest, digested, like you say, Marvin Gaye or Teddy Pettigrass or them, we enjoyed the instrumentation. But these kids, they don't necessarily want the instrumentation. They, they want, I guess, a bop. And, and you know, but I you mean, can
0: bop with a message,
1: and the message is yeah. And I, I agree. I agree. The wop bop, that's not. I mean, it's a bop. <laughs> it's a bop, but it's I don't know what the message is. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, know, I know what the message is i know what the message is but it, it, I was say, how was how was that what by pushing us forward i don't know
2: it ain't i mean it, 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 is. it, it is it is somehow it's, it's, we just don't know it now it's pushing us forward and then maybe it made more black babies i don't know like it
0: I I mean, didn't, they didn't even do that because what it did was highlight a black male misogyny, but that's a whole other situation well, that guess. has nothing to do with this part of the movement, which they didn't <laughs> even highlight, but they didn't have to because right. it's about these four friends. Mm.
2: Uh, right. Um, and so, okay, well, getting back to the movie, uh, <laughs> uh, this is when Malcolm reveals that uh, he's leaving the Nation of Islam and this is when um, Ali gets upset. Like, how the fuck are you gonna recruit me and then bounce? And then Malcolm is like, "Well, I was hoping <laughs> me and Betty, right? Me and Betty was kind of sitting around contemplating that you might join and we can really start this thing up." If you know, Ali was like, "You've been using me this whole time. The fuck!" Um, and so he like, like you said, that's when he tries to kind of slap his ass or whatever, and everybody mm-hmm. had to pull him apart um and malcolm goes into i was never trying to use you and all this etc cetera, etc cetera. um <laughs> the, there's crowds outside because uh people have apparently oh i think they spotted them when they went, went outside to the corner store or whatever um ali goes out but he does extend the olive wrench for a moment and was like come on out with me malcolm when i announced that i'm
1: converting um yeah. to muslim to be a muslim I, I would say that that that's the only scene in the movie where I'm like, yeah, I, I was like, I don't know if Muhammad I would really would have gotten over being used like that, that quickly. quickly. He, didn't. <laughs> that he quickly. didn't. I mean, he
0: didn't.
2: I he mean in real life, he didn't. Like, he yeah, didn't, but in yeah. that moment, and that's why when he announced he was Cassius Clay and then, I mean Cassius Clay, Cassius X initially as a a homage to his friend, but then that's why later he wasn't even that. He was he changed it to Muhammad oh, Ali. Ali. Yeah, because he never did get over. It. He he, it, because the cameras and stuff were flashing. He did it. I think he did it for the moment, like have Malcolm out there for the moment, just for that image. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, he he didn't get over it. He he was still mad about that, and they still kind of. It was still that tension between them. Yeah, Mal- obviously, M-
0: Muhammad Ali said that was his greatest regret. Was that he didn't reconcile with Malcolm prior to Malcolm's assassination,
2: right? And uh, yeah, we pretty much uh, the the last. I mean, I kind of mentioned the scene at the end where uh, Ali is at the temple, or whatever, and they announce him as uh, announce him as Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And um, but before, before, prior to that, was the scene where they were at the bar slash diner, or whatever, and that's based on that iconic picture of uh Muhammad Ali at the counter and Malcolm X taking the picture. Um and Malcolm kinda looks out the window and he sees one of the, the nation of yeah, the FBI, but uh speaking with one of the nation of Islam yeah. guys. Yeah. And so, um, and he looks scared. That's why I, that's why again, I like the vulnerability that they gave him. He's kind of like nervous, like, yeah, this shit, this shit ain't gonna last very long. And um also, that plays into, uh, you know, all the conspiracy theories of who killed Malcolm. That's also a documentary on Netflix, like who killed yep. Malcolm is. Um, and they kind of know it. They, they kind of really know who it was in the Nation of Islam who did it. But at the same time, there still is this like we know that they weren't working alone. Like they had to have been working with the FBI and stuff like that. So I like how they show Nation of Islam guy literally talking to the two white guys of the FBI. Because Malcolm was like, the nation of Islam doesn't have the capacity to have like the, the bugs everywhere, and this person's following me, and this information, and that information, I know they're working together, and those theories still last until this day, so, be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. What I didn't mm-hmm. know that I found interesting, though, is that really the
0: split or the sever happened with the nation around the assassination of John F.K., and what Malcolm... Said publicly about Jonah. Like, I didn't know that until this movie, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that that was really like the. What that and then uh, Malcolm finding out that Elijah Muhammad wasn't that honorable. Right. Which
2: was also (laughs) a good (laughs) thing.
0: Which with Sam, that's how Malcolm knew Sam was winning that argument. But, uh, which is also a good thing. So I didn't realize that and that. A lot of people because they revered John F. K.
2: I think they they censured him, if you will. Islam censured him over yeah. the yes. JFK statement, but I but I think that tension was building anyway. That gave them a reason to sit his ass down. You know, what I'm saying like an excuse to sit his ass down. Oh, we we don't really like what you're saying or looking into with Elijah Muhammad, and then you say this 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 shit right here we don't agree with. So this is give us an excuse to sit your ass down. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that's mm. definitely the case. But um,
2: yeah. I mean, I love the movie. Uh, I know Kim loved it. She's seen it 50-11 times. And uh, <laughs> well, just three. I think I've just seen
0: the same okay.
1: amount of did as you. Okay. Well, I I said I said who I would like who I would have wanted to be in that room. Additionally, anybody else you thought would have been beneficial to that conversation to so that night, February fifth, February twenty fifth, nineteen sixty four. Um, how about Harry Belafonte? Okay,
0: see, everybody had a different set, they claimed, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, I
1: know you said Dick Gregory earlier,
0: yeah, but see, they were with Martin, right? So, you had Martin, Harry, Dick, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a different crew, <laughs> right? Then Jim Brown said, who else could have been in that room that would have been interesting.
1: Who? Um, Ro- I mean, uh, Rosa. Who? Um, John Lewis?
0: No, different crew. You see, <laughs> you wouldn't want it. um, See, I mean, I they don't. We, we just say Baldwin? a woman, but there James... really was no woman that. Yeah. They probably respected enough as we find out with Jim Brown and the things he was into catches it. You know, they all.
2: Uh,
0: I mean, maybe us Nina, Nina Simone history with women every one of
2: them um i mean i i think that like i think because martin and malcolm did have a meeting um i forget yeah. where it was but you know nobody no nobody knows. in miami i'm i don't remember nobody I'll knows what what the conversation was but i mean i I think that they didn't have to be in, of the same crew to be there because I mean Sam was in the crew, but Sam kind of felt like in, in many times in this film like he was not a part of the crew. Yeah, uh, so they could have had like Martin in the room and Hallibur Harry Halle, Harry Belafonte Harry, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Belafonte in there just to because uh, that's uh, at least the Harry Belafonte side aligns with Sam Cook in a sense of economic. Freedom in a sense. Um, but and then by this time, well Shirley Chisholm. No, oh. that's too Shirley Chisholm
0: comes late 60s, early 70s. Okay. But I was about to
2: say, about around this time, Martin was starting to become a little more uh militant, militant and pissed off himself. <laughs> so you know, oh no, it w- it would have been a good conversation all the way around. They they yeah. wouldn't ne- they wouldn't have never had time to go down to that damn bar. And Donna, they've still been yeah. arguing right now. <laughs>
0: so, that, that little vanilla ice cream would have melted.
2: Right. So anyway. Hey. So yeah, I loved it. Did you? I mean, I loved it. What's your take?
1: I, I, I loved it. Ten out of ten. Like I said, I hope it. I mean, I don't know what an Oscar's going to look like this year, but it, it, I mean, it deserves all the awards. Yeah, I, I thought it was really... Regina uh, King, best director. Um, Like I say, what's your K- Powers, best screenplay. Yeah. Kind of yeah.
2: Like it was the first, and one of the first adaptations that I didn't feel like I was watching a screenplay per se. Like yeah. kind of sometimes, but not really. It just never felt like that. So I, I guess know. that's, you know, kudos I to know. them. I guess if you. I did when
0: been, they were
2: in that room, F, yeah, because they were in that room. I felt like a, a long time, but <laughs> I, I that guess felt was, like a. Oh, I was no, gonna say no, that felt like I, I don't know if any of y'all have ever seen the movie Identity, but Identity damn sure ain't based on no screenplay. And they were in like one hotel, mainly one room for like half the movie.
1: Uh, it just it kind of felt like Identity to me in that sense. But go ahead. Now I was gonna say, I, have y'all seen like the photos and the videos of that like that actual hotel room? Bro, that thing was Mm it was it was smaller than it was in the movie. It was a motel for real. (laughs) That's
2: That's why Sam Sam Cook was like,
0: "What? What y'all got me in this dump?" Sam
2: was like, "This is a dump." (laughs) Yeah.
1: Nah. If I guess if there had to be an Oscar for one of the roles, would it go to um, Leslie Odom or would it go to Kingsley?
2: I say Kingsley. That's me.
0: Kingsley. I think the reason why people have been hyping up Kingsley for that reason is that we only have seen Malcolm X portrayed as uh, this person of strength and power, whereas his portrayal was so different than how we imagine. So I think people have been giving Kingsley more props, him and Eli, which neither one of them are American. So that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I think
1: who is this is um Aldis and Leslie, they're both Americans though.
0: Yeah, they are American, but Eli yeah. is Canadian and Kingsley Kingsley is, is
1: British, yeah, British. he's British. Um yeah, you're right. I saw almost some British show that I can't remember right now. Oh, uh, okay. wow. Um
0: and, you know, so I oh, and then Kim Powers, I don't know if you all saw Soul the uh, Not uh, yet. Oh, I've been um, meaning to.
1: I love it. Actually, I got glasses in the in the. Oh, like, oh, oh. my god! I, uh, you can't see it, but yeah, my glasses—they're here from the movie.
0: Yeah, I'm like Tim Powers had an awesome month. He had Soul come out, which was really good. <laughs> it
2: yeah, I've been wanting to see Soul, but um, the the person logging we got—they broke up with their girlfriend and she changed the password.
1: I got you. I got you. I'm gonna text you mine. I'm gonna text you mine. <laughs>
2: All right. I was like, now nah, you talk about petty, but she. I was like, nah, why you couldn't break up with this chick after the holidays? I could have been watching all the good shit.
1: No, you got to do it before the holidays. Save your money. Save your I money. Just, your well,
2: you'd have messed up the passwords for everybody else. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the award. It better win. It better win some shit. It bet it better. So
0: it was really good. Yep. I appreciated it. Yes. I said, "Okay, Amazon Prime. Nobody was paying y'all a no little attention, but y'all came with two sleepers. Y'all came with Sylvie's love and this one night in Miami." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right, All y'all want right. to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. I think that that does it for uh, this episode and this lovely film. um and damn, we can't even say vote no more, you know. Uh, I'm so happy Georgia turned now, blue you can
0: still participate, still, well,
2: participate
0: yeah. because it's over. It's, it's I got know a lot of work to do. Get
2: I your know. vaccine if you can. I know, we just. We we're just so used to ending every episode with vote. <laughs> it's like, strange not to say that right now. It's like, <laughs> it's not voting yet, but you will need to vote in two years because in America is always election season. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, because
1: Raphael Warnock's term is only, what, two years until we have to mm-hmm. vote again. Well, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Again, I'm so... Thrilled that Georgia turned blue, and I mean Georgia turned blue. Like when Georgia turned blue, blue for Biden, I was like, okay, that's cool. But I, just, I don't know if they're gonna come out in the same forces for this, this Senate
1: race, and Man. they did. I was like,
2: what?
1: Stace Stacey Abrams does. I mean, she's getting a lot of credit, but it is not enough for right. to, for the work that she's done. Not just before um, what was it, eighteen, when Brian Kip bullshit her? before yeah. that. Like she had a plan a long time ago how to flip this whole motherfucking state and to see it executed, man. It was
2: it was so lovely to just see that that electoral college map and it was like out of the whole south it was just blue. It was just Georgia. I was like, you know what? It's the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. We the real was ones the, over here.
0: <laughs> this was the funniest shit. Now Brad Brad Raffensperger, right? Who is the uh, secretary, secretary of state? state. To hear this man has to tell Trump. No man, uh, that that whole phone conversation counted uh, right. everything. There was no irregularities. Everything was right. fine. Right. I,
2: and Trump was just <laughs> livid. Trump was livid. He was just going off and die, just screaming. And he was just in the background, like, right, right. 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 Trump, Trump was like,
1: I, "I need you to find those eleven thousand yeah. seven hundred something votes for me." And I was like, "It, yeah, just, it worked. It worked like that."
2: Yeah, and he, and he was just cool. This this is what Kim was saying. He was just like, right, right. But check this out though. Um if <laughs> <laughs> you see Brad Reckensberger, like he is a real Republican. He's not
1: like yeah. no, he's not A4. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, but that goes back to show you like how far gone that fucking party is. Like I we I like I talked about like Chief Justice Roberts. Chief Justice Roberts is not a fucking liberal judge. No. But because no. the way these white the people on the right are acting, they make him seem liberal. And he's yes. not that. Yeah, it
2: yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But y'all just over here, like Mitt Romney is like. Super. Right. We like Mick Romney is the this. left. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Shit. Um, anyway. Anyway, y'all. we're hey, we gonna wrap this it's up. It's still
1: vote. It's still vote. Still vote.
2: Yes, always. Always be voting. Like always be closing, always be voting. So uh <laughs> I will say I have been to Miami a few
0: times and I have never had a night in Miami like this. You know, I go to Miami to have fun, be on the beach. I go to Miami to be like cash. Like we about yeah. to celebrate. Everybody in I that room, everybody
2: in did. that room went to Miami for that except Malcolm. <laughs> this, shit, this shit was a setup. That's why everybody in the room was like, the fuck we doing. Don't take yeah. don't
1: take nobody like Malcolm to Miami. Nah, everybody else was like, where the hole at? that? Malcolm was like, Can I talk to you about my love and savior Jesus Christ?
2: No, he said Jesus Christ. He said <laughs> he said Jesus Christ. He was he was like, I don't <laughs> think he said I lie but when they were praying. <laughs>
0: right
1: all
2: right <laughs> well all right y'all we will uh get back with y'all soon on um something definitely euphoria because that's been our joint anyway um and whatever else you know crosses our interest path of interest so we'll let y'all know
1: all right
2: bye bye Deuces.